All right, Shabbosai, good morning, good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors for this morning. Share to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Tishrei. Dr. Linda Weinberg, Sarah and Ricky Gratz, Julia, Rina, and even loving memory of their husband, father, and Zayda, Dr. Paul Weinberg. Peretz Moshe Ben Avram David, information of a second yard site. To thank Ayala and Sarah Steinberg for dedicating the Shirim this month in the Schuss of Rafu Shlima for Shulamis Bas Susha, and Adam Yudit Ben Zav for dedicating the Shirim this month in the Schuss of Artsilos being the Skabel. Our day of learning sponsors. Sarah Rubenstein, information of the art site of her husband. Hi, Chaim Ben Rav Shmuel Moshe Zichrona Levracha. And our Dafyomi sponsor, Michael Juddelson, information of the art site of his mother, Edith Juddelson Zichrona Levracha. We hope they have the merit of our brachos, brachos, of our Talmud Torah. And the families in the Chama. So with that, let us begin. We have a lot to do today. Baruch Hashem, today's Daf is Kof Zayin 107. And we are picking up on Kuf Vav Amudbeis 106b. We are picking up with Tanoihi. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 21 lines up from the bottom. So Gemara says Tanoihi. So remember again, we left off, we kind of read through quickly those last couple of lines in the Gemara, the last Brisa there. So remember again, the Gemara was actually talking about a very interesting discussion, which is which began on the top line of Kuf Vavon, which is 106b, namely, what fund, which fund do our Klisharis come from? Remember again, Klisharis, specifically, the Gemara is talking about over here, are service utensils used to help with the Karbanos offered up on the outer Mizbeach. Which fund do those, where, where does the money come from for those particular utensils? Is this a Bedek issue? Is this is ultimately come from what we'll call temple upkeep and repairs? Because since the outer Mizbeach is, is a solid structure, therefore anything associated with it ultimately again comes from the Kabais, or is it considered to be carbonic in nature and therefore comes from Machsis Ashekel? So the Gemara just points out over here tonight, it's a Machlokis Tanoim. Machlokis Tanoim. This Nan, because we learned, very interesting, this Nan. Moser, um, I'm sorry, this is not Moser Truma, Mahayu Osimba. We will say the leftover of the Machsis Ashakel. What would they do with it? Literally, what would they, de- what would they, what would they do with the leftover Machsis Ashakel coins? So, Rikoyzov, see, Poyle based Kachakadashim. Very interesting. We will say they would use it for the gold plating in the Kodesh Akadashim. We will say, this is very interesting. If there was leftover money, what they would do is they would try to gold plate the walls and the floor. So, again, that wasn't, that wasn't a necessity. But if there was leftover money, that's what they would use it for. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, Moser Peros, the case of his Be'ach, Moser Truma, the Klisharis. Rabbi Shmuel says, Moser Peros, leftover Peros. Now, we don't know yet what that term means. Zimar is going to define it in just a little bit. But the leftover from the Peros goes the case of his Be'ach. So we've seen this, to remember again, back in our Shkalim days. What's case of his Be'ach? The idea was that the Mizbe'ach should never be idle should never be idle. So therefore, again, there was like a fund, a carbon fund, for some reason, should the Mizbech be idle, although I must say it would, be, it would be hard to imagine that the Mizbech in the base of English was ever idle. But again, if for some reason there was a lull in carbonic activity, they would have a fund from which to purchase additional carbonos so that it should never be idle. So most, so, so the most, most are payros left over from the payros fund, which we'll find, we'll find, we'll, we'll see in just a few moments what that is. The case of Mizbeach goes to the supplemental carbonos. Most are truma left over machzeh sashakel likli sharis. So we'll say, 
This is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. So Rabbi Shmuel holds that halacha lemaisa clay sharis service utensils for the outer mizbeach comes from the leftover machzis hashakal. Okay, Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Kiva disagrees. He says most of the case of mizbeach leftover machzis hashakal ultimately goes to the Ketza Mizbeach, ultimately goes to this carbonic fund, supplemental carbonic fund. Moser Nesachim, leftover Nesachim, I will say, so this was actually in yesterday's daf. I didn't get a chance to read this Rashi. Rashi explains that Moser Nesachim refers to money that the base Hamikdash would make as a result of locking in certain contracts for produce. So often they were able to lock in money, they were able to lock in contracts at lower prices, so therefore there was often surplus funds. Either that, or when the base Hamik does purchase anything, let's say for example, like flour, flour. So merchants gave the base Hamik a little bit of a premium. The premium was in the form that normally when you would buy flour, so the merchant levels off the utensil used for measuring. When you when you were when the base Hamikdash bought, they would heap it. That extra amount, that heap, they would be able to sell. And those monies, those surplus monies, ultimately belong to the Beis HaMikdash. That's called Moser Nesachim. So leftover from the Nesachim, the Klisharis. So we'll say, you see that Yakiva holds that Klisharis doesn't come from Machtes HaShakal, right? Doesn't come from Chumas HaLishka, but rather again comes from this Moser Nesachim. Rabbi Chanines Kankonim, Omer, Rabbi Chanines Kankonim says, Moser Nesachim, the Ketzan is Be'ah. He holds the Moser Nesachim goes for the Karban Fund. Moser Chumas the Klisharis. And leftover machzas hashakal goes to klishares. V'zeh v'zeh lo hayom oldim beperos, but neither agreed with peros. Okay, so both say, or neither agreed about the peros. By the way, peros maihi. What what is this peros case? What are we what are we talking about over here? The sanya moser truma mahayu osin ba. What would they do with, with leftover machzas hashakal? Lokhin both is very interesting. What would they do with leftover machzas hashakal? So lokhin peros bezol. Umochrim osam bioker. So both say, with, with the leftover master shekel, they would buy, this is a good Jewish practice, they would buy it wholesale, right? And resell at retail, right? So in other words, so they would go ahead and they would purchase. And remembering, you know, both say, you have to understand, part of doing business with the Beis HaMikdash was always an understanding that the Beis HaMikdash was always going to make a profit. In other words, anyone who contracted business with the Beis HaMikdash was never doing so for profit. They were always doing so for privilege. Interesting. Not profit, but for privilege. And therefore, pretty much, you are going if not, to, if not lose out on costs, you, you, you at least were going to go ahead and, you at least were going to go ahead and, well, you, you were, you were going to take a loss. You were going to take a loss. But, but again, that was part of the privilege of doing business with the Beis HaMikdash. So, they were, so what does it mean, Peros? Peros means they would buy, they would buy at a discount and sell at a premium. And ultimately, again, with the, with the profits that they would use for Kate Samizbeach, that they would use for the supplemental carbonic fund. This is what we learn. Most are peros for Kate Samizbeach. Okay, so my zev is elohayimodim peros. We'll say, so what does it mean when it said neither of them agreed regarding the peros? This none. Most are shiar elishkamahayu osin ba. What would they do with the leftover machzis hashakel? Lokrin bahen yenos. Shimon and the Salsos, they would use the monies to purchase wine, oil, and flour. They would sell it, and the profit, the profit would belong to the base of the Shiv Rabbi Shmo. Rabbi Kiva says, no, 
We don't start doing business with consecrated funds. Interestingly enough, we also don't do business with tzedakah funds. We'll say, why is it ultimately again that we don't, we don't start going ahead and doing business with hektish funds? Ultimately, again, because there is no poverty, there is no poverty, ultimately, again, in a place of, in a place of wealth. And I was about to say, so that has to do with the fact, that has to do with the fact that we're also not going to use hektish funds for tzedakah, right? Because Lamaisa, because that to use something that is so consecrated for an impoverished cause, that we won't do. So the Gemara why don't we go ahead and do things with the, with the monies of Aniyim? Because we're concerned that, let's say, let's say the base of English has surplus, has surplus Aniyim funds. We're concerned that even right now, if they don't need it, but if they go ahead and they transact business with it, and right now the monies aren't available, if there comes an Ani who requires the funds and the monies aren't available, that will be problematic. Okay, so we'll say, so if you look at Rashi, actually we're not at Rashi now. We'll say, so, bottom line, takeaway. So remember, we started with a very specific question, which is, where does the money for Klish Sharis come from? Right, that's our fundamental question. So how do we pass him? So we'll say, so the Rambam Paskins, like Rabbi Akiva, right? Ultimately, again, telling us that Halacha Lamaisa, Klish Sharis does not come from Machtes HaShakel. Instead, leftover Machtes HaShakel was used for Kate Samizbeah, was used for that supplemental carbonic fund, which meant, again, should there be a lull in carbonic activity, you would go in and purchase supplemental carbonos from that fund. Where did Klisharis come from? So, Mosar Nesachim. Ultimately, again, the Raman passes like Rabbi Akiva, that Klisharis came from Mosar Nesachim, which, again, according to Rashi, let's go with the, let's go with the approach that it comes from the money the Beis Hamikdash made through heaping measures. Right there, remember when you when you bought for the base Hamikdash, you bought with some extra. They sold off the extra, and they were able to make money. That money was used to purchase klisharis. Incredible, good. They will say that was like a that was like a total detour in Mesechas Ksubis, but a fascinating and riveting one, nevertheless. Mishalok, Mishalok Was like back to our regularly scheduled programs. Remember again, the Mishnah brought up the case. The Mishnah brought up a case of a woman whose husband went overseas. Right, went overseas. And the problem was, he left without leaving her mazonos, or at least she claims he left without leaving her mazonos. Now the shaila is, what happens? Does Bezdin start selling off his property in order to go ahead and sustain his wife? So here we go. Itmar, the boss say fundamental machlokis. Rav Amar Rav says tap of kovzayin poski mazonos leisha. So Rav says if a woman shows up in Bezdin and she says my husband went overseas. And he left Minomazonos. Halokalamaisa, Bezdin starts selling off his property in order to sustain his wife. Look at Rashi, Taprashi, Kovzanim and Aleph, 107a. Bezdin Yardin Lenichse Mishalok Midinasayam, Uposki Mazonos Lishto. So Rav says, Halokalamaisa, lady shows up in Bezdin. She says, My husband didn't leave me anything. Bezdin begins to sell off property in order to sustain the wife. Shmuel says, Ain't Poski Mazonos Lisha. Leisha Sish. Shmuel says, No, we don't do this. We don't do this. So Amr Shmuel, so we'll say, here we go. So Shmuel says, Modili Abba, we'll say Abba over here is Rav. So Shmuel says, Rav will agree with me. Rav agrees with me in the first three months that the husband left town. 
Right within the first three months, the husband left town. Halacha lemaisa. Even Rav agrees that Beisdin won't sell off property. Why not? I will say, this is an interesting idea. Because we assume, right, people always have food in the cabinets, right? They always have food in the freezer. The, the, the idea being that a person doesn't leave his home destitute. In other words, so what Shmuel is saying is, even Rav, even Rav holds, that when we say that Basin will sell off property in order to sustain the woman... That's if the husband's away for a protracted amount of time. But within the first three months of his departure from the home, the assumption is there's food in the home, there's money, there's some money to be spent. There's not an urgency immediately. Not an urgency immediately. So the Gemara, right. So therefore, I say, so that, that's good. So therefore, so here's what we have. We have Machlokis Rav and Shmuel, right? Does Basin get, if a woman shows up, says my husband went overseas, does Basin get involved in selling off property to sustain the wife? Rav, yes. Shmuel, no. But Shmuel is saying even Rav agrees that his yes is only after three months, but not within the first three months. Okay, so here we go. Bisheshamabo So we'll say, when we hear that the husband died, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that what? Everyone agrees that Basin will get involved and sell off property. Look at Rashi. Mostly that's very interesting because Rashi fills in some of the blanks over here. So right when we hear that the husband died, everyone agrees that Basin will get involved in sell-off property. Rashi says, the poskin, the that Basin will get involved in sell-off property. Why? Now both said, let's take a step back for just a moment. Why what Shmuel's issue? Right? Why doesn't Shmuel, why why does Shmuel say Basin doesn't get involved? In other words, it actually sounds pretty intuitive that Beisdin should get involved. Why wouldn't Beisdin get involved? So look at Rashi. It's actually quite interesting. Because we will say in general, Shmuel is concerned about the possibility of two, two things. One possibility is like this. Maybe before he left, the husband left his wife a bag of money. Right? Surah at Maybe he left her money. In other words, he's, he's overseas. He's overseas. All right, he's going overseas. He leaves her a bag of money. He says, here, I'm going to be gone for a while. Here's what you need to support yourself. Meanwhile, she's going to show up in Beisden. She's going to claim she has no money from Mizonos. He's not here to contradict the claim. No one knows about the money. No one knows about the money. So they probably both say, if ultimately again, so, well, I'm sorry, let, let me add in one more piece. Furthermore, the second possibility is, the second possibility is, that maybe before he left, he said to her, You know what? Reuven's married to Rachel. He's going overseas. Reuven says, Rachel, you have a good job. You have a good job. You know what? Don't give your earnings to me. You keep your earnings and you support yourself. So Moses, going back for just a moment, the reason why Shmuel says Basin doesn't get involved is because Shmuel's concerned for one of those two possibilities. Maybe you asked him, maybe before he left either, he went ahead and he said, here's a bag of money, right? Or he said to her, keep your earnings. And the problem is she, so, she shows up in Beisdin saying, saying, I have no Mizonos. And meanwhile, we have no way of verifying her claim or what's happened or not. That's why Shmuel says in general, we're not going to go ahead and get involved with Mizonos. However, however, when we hear that he died, when we hear that he died, then we can get involved in Mizonos. Why? Now look at that Rashi again. 
the poskin. Because what should we be concerned about? If we're concerned that maybe what? He left her a bag of money. So that's not a problem. Why? Because we'll say anyway, later on, if he's dead and she's going to want to collect her shavuah, she's going to have to swear that he didn't leave her anything. So the shavuah will take care of that. Okay. And if we're concerned, And if we're concerned that maybe he said to her, keep your earnings, keep your earnings, if he's dead, if he's dead, he doesn't have the claim against her earnings anyway. Right? So, again, Shmuel comes along and says that in a situation where we heard that, what the Gemara says, in a situation where we heard that he died, then under those circumstances, everyone agrees that the Beisdin can get involved and provide her with Mazonos. So keep Ligi, where does the Machlokis come up? Where ultimately, again, we didn't hear that he died. Rav Amra Poskin. So we'll say, let's say, so now, so let's say, let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Right? So now, the way we started, the progression was, Ruven is married to Rachel. Ruven goes overseas. Rachel comes to Beis and says, I have no Mazonos. So what do we do? Machlokis. Rav says, Basin sells off property in order to give her Mazonos. Shmuel says, we don't get involved. So first of all, first qualification, Shmuel says, hold up. Even Rav agrees that Basin doesn't get involved when? When? First three months. Why? A person doesn't leave his home destitute. Good. Now the Gemara says, by the way, a further qualification is, if we're talking about a case where Ruben went overseas, and now what? We heard that Ruben died. Everyone agrees that what? I'm sorry, let's take a step back. And why does Shmuel hold that Basin doesn't get involved? Why does all the Basin doesn't get involved? Because Shmuel has to be concerned for one or two possibilities. Either A, he left her a bag of money, or B, he said, husband said to her, keep your earnings. Keep your earnings. And because we don't know, therefore we can't start selling off his property. Okay, further qualification. We're talking about over here, the Machlokis Rav and Shmuel was when we didn't hear that he's dead. We just heard that he's overseas. But if we heard that he's dead, in that case, then what? Everyone agrees Bezdin sells off property for Hermazonos. Because in that case, we have no concerns. Shmuel has no concerns. We don't have to be concerned about a bag, that he left her a bag of money. Why? Because if that did occur, she's going to have to swear about that anyway when she collects her ksuva. And if it was a case where he said to her, keep your earnings, well, once he's dead, he's no longer entitled to earnings. Beautiful. Beautiful. So we'll say, so watch this. So therefore, if we know that he's dead, if we know that the Machlokis is only when what? Ruben's overseas, and we have not heard that he's dead. Rav Amra Povskin, to Hamashubullah. So therefore, Rav says, now we, we, Ruben goes overseas. All we know is that he's overseas. Rachel shows up in Basin and says, I have no Mazonos. Rav says, sell off his property. Why? To Hamashubullah. Because again, he's obligated to provide her with Mazonos. Ushmullah Rashmul says, in Povskin, no, we don't start selling off property. My timer. So I will say, why not? Here we go. Rav Zivid Amar Amos Sari Akbisa. So Rav Zivit says, according to Shmuel, we're concerned that maybe he left her a bag of money. So she has money. She has money. But she's showing up in Beisden. She's claiming, I have nothing. He's not here to defend the fact that he gave her money. So therefore, we can't start selling off property. Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says, shema Rav Papa says, we have to be concerned that maybe he said to her, keep your earnings. Keep your earnings. And therefore, she has enough money to sustain herself. So I will say, my ben, I, what's the practical difference between Rav Papa and Rav Zvid? 
Igibinehu, Gidola Velo Sabka. So we'll say, so we're not coming to be a Gidola who doesn't make enough money to support herself. So we'll say, if it's an issue of keeping your earnings, well, that's not sufficient here. But it's possible that what? That he deposited with her a bag of money. Inami Kitana Visapka. The other possibility is she's a Kitana, but she doesn't make enough money. So she makes enough money to support herself. That's one possibility. But a man would never entrust a bag of money with a Kitana. With a Kitana. Because that's an Afkamina. Save Rabbi Osai. Where we're holding right now, where we're holding right now is Halacha Lamaisa. The Machlok is Rabbi Shmuel is only in a case where Ruven is going overseas or is overseas. We haven't heard that he's dead. As far as we know, he's alive and well. Rachel shows up in Bezin. Bezin, I have no Mizonos. Rav says, Bezin's going to start selling off Ruven's property. Shmuel says, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We have to be concerned either he left her a bag of money or he told her to keep your earnings. But either way, we can't start selling off property without some clarity about the information. However... If Reuben went overseas, and what? And what? We hear that he died. In that case, everyone agrees that Basin could sell off property for Mizonos. Rav, because the, the estate is obligated to support her. Shmuel, because again, the concerns fall off. If it's about her earnings, right? If he said to her, keep your earnings, then Lamaisa, again, her earnings aren't Meshubed to him or to the estate once he's dead. And B, if it's about a bag of money, she's going to have to swear about that anyway when it comes to Ksuva collection. Good. So the Marcel, let's go. Tanan, Mishal, Chumdina Sayam, man went overseas, says our Mishnah, the Ishto, Tova asked Mizonos, and his wife comes to Basin and claims Mizonos. Right, I don't have any Mizonos. Hanan Omer Tishav, Rabbi says, this is our Mishnah. Hanan says, Tishava Basov, Velo Tishava Betrila. She only has to take a Shavua, she wants to take a Shavua. Basov. Basov means what? When she collects her ksuva, but does not require a shvua to collect mezonos. So the sons of the Kalim Gidolim disagreed with Hanan, and they said, No, she has to take an oath before she collects mezonos and before she collects ksuva. So I will say, watch this. The Machokis of over here is only what? Is only what? Regarding whether or not she has to swear before collecting mizonos, however, aval mizone yahavinolah. I say everyone agrees that what that what when she shows up in Beisdin and she says I have no mizonos, that what's going to happen? Beisdin is going to give her mizonos. Okay, this machlokes does she have to swear or not before getting it? But everyone agrees that Beisdin is going to give it to her. So I say who does this contradict? This contradicts the position of Shmuel. Right, because Shmuel said that Halakha if a woman shows up in Basin and says, My husband left, my husband's overseas, and he did not give me Mizonos, that we do, Basin doesn't sell off property. You see from here that Basin does sell off property. Because you know, say, you know what the Gemara is doing? The Machlokis in our Mishnah is only regarding whether or not she has to take a Shvua before she gets the Mizonos. But everyone is agreeing that she gets the Mizonos. So this contradicts Shmuel. Because here, he's overseas, right? Pashtas, we haven't heard anything about him dying. And we're still going to give him a... Gemara says, Tergama Shmuel, No, no, no. Shmuel says, our mission is talking about what kind of case. Where again, I will say, Ruben went overseas. And now, we hear that he died. Oh, okay. So we hear that he died. Remember, even Shmuel agrees in that case, that Halacha Lameisa, we're going to give her Mizonos. We're going to give him his onos. So I'll say it's good. Tashma. So I'll say again another question. Another question. Tashma. Mishalach Medina Sayam. 
someone someone went overseas. Okay, so uh, I'm sorry. Someone went overseas. Ruben went overseas, and what happens? And now his wife comes to Basin, and she is claiming mizonos. So bnei kohanim gedolim omrim. So ultimately, again, the bnei kohanim gedolim say. So make on the omrim tishava that she has to swear, that she has to swear. Chanan omer Chanan says lo tishava she doesn't have to swear. Ve'im ba va'omer pasakti la mizonos neeman. I both say if the husband comes back and he says one second, I went ahead and I left her mizonos, then ultimately again he is believed. So both say we'll get we'll get into that we'll get into what that second part means. But Lamaisa, once again, what do you see in this case? That she's showing up in Beisden. And she's claiming, I have no Mazonos. What do we do with her when she claims I have no Mazonos? What do we do with her? We give her. We give her Mazonos. So both say this supports Rav, contradicts Shmuel. To which Shemar says, Shmuel would also say, No, no, no. This is the same case. This is where we heard that he died. That's why we give him Mazonos. Which Shemar says, We heard that he died. The second part of the Mishnah is Ve'im ba, va'im ba. He came back, right? Rabbi say it's the wrong religion for that, right? So it's not nice again, right? We heard that he came back, right? So he's back. So what's what, what's going on over here? To which the Gemara says, listen to this. Va'im ba kamar. So the Gemara says va'amar. So im ba la'achar shmua. So what's what it's talking about is there was a rumor that he died, and now he came. Or not a rumor. There's we heard that he died. And then he came back. So obviously the rumor is false. Obviously the rumor is false. They will say, but for our purposes, the point over here is when the Mishnah says that we're dispersing Mizonos to her, we're setting up all of these cases as, as we heard that he was dead. So again, what's I want to point out, just just understand what's happening over here. We're bringing all of these cases as a potential contradiction to Shmuel, and the Gemara is simply reinterpreting all of these cases as situations where we heard that he was dead, that's why we're dispersing the Zonos. Okay, Tashma was another attempt to go and refuse Shmuel. Mishal, someone goes overseas. Someone goes overseas. Right, Ruben goes overseas. And Rachel's claiming Mizonos. So what happens? Ishtotovas Mizonos. So we'll say, if he comes along, if he comes along and says, Husband comes back and says, listen, I told you to keep your earnings. I told you to keep your earnings. Okay, so remember again, that is a permitted, that is a permitted, that is a permitted approach. Kadmu Beisdin Upasku, if Beisdin, if while he was absent, Beisdin came along and stipulated, right? They came along and they sold off property. Upasku, Masha Pasku, Pasku. Whatever they did, they did. So again, once again, it's all the same thing. What do you see over here? What do you see over here? That a woman's showing up in Beisdin, right? And she's claiming, I have no Mazonos. What is Beisdin doing when she makes the claim, I have no Mazonos? They're selling off property. This seems to support Rav and contradict Shmuel. To which the Gemara says, Okay, so we're, we're giving the same answer, right? These are all cases where we heard, we heard, Beisdin heard the husband was dead. That's why I will say, remember again, and in that case, even according to Shmuel, if you heard the husband is dead, Halach Alamaisa, you can sell that property. Tashma, another approach. So we'll say somebody went overseas, somebody went overseas, and ultimately again, the wife's coming to Beisdin, claiming I have no Mazonos. Beisdin, Yardim, Lenechasov. 
This seems to support Rav, contradict Shmuel. That's whenever a woman shows up in Basin and says, I have no Mazonos, Basin will go ahead and sell off the property. To which the woman says, No, 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 Omar Rav Sheshes, what's the case? Shabbos says, Second wide line on Kufzayim Nala Aleph, Bemashres Ishto Ayideshlish. Very interesting, Shabbos says. We're talking about a case over here of a man, of Ruvain, who even before he went overseas was supporting his wife through a third party. Look at Rashi. So we're talking about a case where a husband went ahead and established a third party in Apotropis to support his wife. So now what's happened? What's happened? So husband, whatever the reason, husband is supporting his wife through a third party. Now husband goes overseas. She's showing up in Basin saying, I have no Mizoros. Why? What happened? Apotropis quit. He quit. And I will say, in the case of an apotropist, Rashi says over here, So we'll say, in this case over here, remember, because she was already being supported by a third party, there's no concern that what? That either A, he went ahead and said to her, keep your earnings, right? Or that he gave her a bag of money. Why not? Because since there was already an established mechanism for her support, there's no concern that he bypassed the, the established framework and did something else. So in a case like this, even Shmuel would agree. There's nothing to be concerned about that. Maybe again, she received the money, she received the bag of money, or she was told to keep her earnings. And therefore, Allah Kalamaisa, Basin will get involved in sell off property. Incredible. So Moses says, that's the case. So Moses says, I don't understand. So why wouldn't the same thing apply then to the kids? In other words, the, 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 the Mishnah says that we, we'll, we'll sell off property to support the wife, but not to support the kids. But if everyone's being supported by an apotropis, then why not go ahead and sell off property for everyone? To which the Gemara says, We're talking about a case, ultimately, again, where you're supporting the wife through an apotropis, but not the kids. My Pascha, why, why would you establish it that way? Oh, I will say, you know what this case is? It's incredible. This is a case of where Ruben went overseas. We heard that he died, but we only have an eight echad that, 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 that tells us that he died. So watch this. So the Gemara says, watch this. The Ibais, the Ibais, I'm sorry. He, the Ibais, in min because she, Rachel, since she could get remarried through the Eidos of an eight echad, Mizoni Nami Yavin Allah will give her Mizonos based on the eight echad as well. But the kids, the testimony of the Eirecha doesn't really do anything for the kids. Because Lamaisa, they would not be permitted to take possession of the estate through the testimony of the Eirecha. Therefore, because testimony of Eirecha does, does not give them the right to the estate, it also doesn't give them the right to Mizonos. Incredible. So the point is, once again, this Mishnah cannot be used as a proof to Shmuel, cannot be used as a proof to, as, as, excuse me, as a proof to Rav, a proof against Shmuel. Why? Because once again, we're setting it up as what? We heard that he died. 
Weird that he died. By the way, my Dever Achar, we actually had this again for I will say. Right? Remember again, this, this mission that we just learned says that Allah Lamaisa Ruben's overseas. Ruben's overseas. Rachel shows up in Beisdin. She says, I have no Mazonos. Beisdin will sell off property to sustain her, but not for Davar Acher. Tushmer says, what, what is the Davar Acher? I'm Rav Chista Amar, so, 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 sorry. My Davar Acher, Rav Chista Amar Tachshit. Rav Chista says, it means jewelry or adornments, accessories. Rav Yosef Amar Tzedakah. Rav Yosef says, it means for Tzedakah. To give her money, to give Tzedakah. Man Amar Tachshit. So the one who says that she can't sell off property for Tachshit, Kol Shekin Tzedakah, Amar Beisdin will say, all the more so, you can't sell off property for tzedakah. Man damer tzedakah, but the one who says tzedakah va tachshit yavinallah. But tachshit we will give her. Why? Because a man does not want his wife to not be fully adorned. Right? Tinava literally means to become repulsive or ugly. The idea is that we assume that a husband would go ahead and leave sufficient funds or allow for sufficient funds for his wife to have perfume, for his wife to have accessories. Incredible. Good. Tashma. So we'll say, here we go. Still, again, we'll say, we're still in the same theme over here. Remember, we have our Machlokis Raven Shmuel. Machlokis Raven Shmuel. Right? Woman shows up in Beisdin. Rachel shows up in Beisdin. Ruvain's overseas. I have no Mazonos. Does Beisdin sell off property? Rav, yes. Shmuel, no. However, everyone agrees in what? In the case where Halach so we heard that Ruvain died, even Shmuel will agree in that case that Allah will sell off property. So just bringing a whole bunch of cases that appear to pose a contradiction to the position of Shul. So Tashma, Ha'yivama, Gimokha, Tashma, Rishon, Rizonis, Mishal, Baila. It's actually an interesting case. Ha'yivama, so we'll say, so this is, right, Rachel's married to Ruvain. Ruvain dies without children. Ruvain has a brother, Shimon. So now we'll say, here's what's interesting. Remember, you can't, they don't do Yibum, right? Let, let's say again, for the first three months, for the first three months, she's not doing Yibum. Why should not we give him for the first three months? Have chana, right? So it's actually interesting. I don't, I don't remember that we, I don't remember doing this in Yavam. Yeah, it is in Yavam. It's Daphne Malif, right? So interesting. So she doesn't do him for the first three months after they have her husband. So the Shaila now becomes, I think, right? So the Shaila now becomes who supports her during that time. So for the first three months that she can't do Yibum, so she is supported from her deceased husband's estate. Mikan ve'elech, after that, after that, right? so we'll say after that, she's not supported by anyone. Right? She's not supported by her husband's estate. And she's not supported by the Yavam. However, Ahmad Bedin, let's say again now, we'll say the Yavama comes to Bezin and she says, come on, right? Like, like either, right? Either, either, either do Yibam or do Chalitza, which we'll say could occur right after the first three months. She shows up in Bezin and says, Shimon, whatever you want to do, but just do it now, Ubara. And we'll say what happens. Shimon runs away. Right? Conveniently had a business trip. Right? He had a trade show in Vegas. Everyone has a trade show in Vegas. Right? The only thing that does is only Rabbanim don't have conventions in Vegas. Everything else happens. It's incredible. So we'll say, so what happens? Ahmad, so Ahmad, so Ahmad Bedinu Barach, so what's Talacha? Nizonos Michelle Yavam. So we'll say, in that case, she is supported by the Yavams from the Yavam. So we'll say, once again, what, now, this is not the same exact case, but, but it's close enough. But what do you see from here? So this is a case of a woman showing up in Beisden, saying, I have no Mizonos. I have no Mizonos. And what is Beisden going to do? In this case, okay, it's the Yavam, but Beisden is going to go into Shimon's estate, sell off property in order to support the Yavama. So we'll say, this seems to contradict Shmuel and support Rav. So we'll say, so Shmuel says, of course, but this is not a fair case. Shmuel says, I'll tell you why this works. What do you have to be concerned about? 
right? Lamay nechushla. So the Gemara says, Lamay nechushla lahai. Imushum tsurari lo mekaved daiti lagabar. What's the one that's concerned about? That the Yavam gave her a bag of money before he ran away? No, that's not going to happen over here because you're going to both say they're not married. They're not married. There's no connection there. And if it's about the fact that, maybe what? That her husband said that her earnings should be to her. Her husband's dead. And the earnings aren't Meshubed once the husband's dead anyway. Sefer Abbasai Shemuel just says, by the way, this, this is an outlier case. This is a different kind of case. This, it's not an outlier case. Shemuel will say, this is a case where even I agree that Allah Kalamaisa Bezin should sell off property in order to support the Yavama. So Tashma, Ha'isha Shahalchiyu Bailam Dinesayam. A woman goes overseas with her husband. So I say, interesting. She comes back from vacation. He doesn't. He doesn't, right? So she says, she says, my husband died. My husband died. So I say, what's that? So I say, that case, she's believed. Right? She's believed. And now she has a choice. What's her choice? Her choice is collect mizonas from the estate or collect ksuva. Those are her choice. Remember again, but once she collects ksuva, then obviously again, Mizonos is done. Fine, so that's her choice. However, what happens is she comes back from vacation alone and she says, Gershani Baili. My husband divorced me. Vacation didn't go well. Right? My husband divorced me. So what's Talacha? Misparnesas Valdechas Ad Kideik Subasa. So we'll say in that case, we'll go ahead and we'll support her up to the amount of her Ksuva. Because we'll say the truth is like, it's no skin off our back. In other words, that Lamaisa, regardless, she's entitled to a certain amount of money. So if she would rather take that money in the form of Mizonos, right, and not a Ksuva payout, that's fine. That's fine. In other words, we're not, we're not concerned about her defrauding the estate or her husband. So let's say, but point of view is what? She's showing up. She's saying my husband divorced me or my husband's back, right? Essentially what she's saying is my husband is back over, still overseas. I have no Mizonos. Bezdin gets involved, to which the Gemara once again says, We're talking about a case where we heard that he died. Okay. So I would say, that's the case, then why ultimately, again, is Mizonos limited to the amount of the Ksuva? So the Gemara says, Because ultimately, again, she's the one who's causing herself to lose out because she's coming back and claiming that she's a Grusha, and a Grusha ultimately, again, is not entitled to Mizonos. Good. Tashma. So I'll say, so once again, we're still left with our Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel. It's still, it's, all, it's still all the same Machlokas. So Tashma. Amru, Mima Enes, Mizonos. So I'll say, what's the case? What's the case where we say Mima Enes? I'm saying, I remember again, who's the Mima Enes? Remember, Midaraisa, father has the ability to marry off his minor daughter. Midrabanan, a mother and a brother have that same right as well. However, if a mother and a brother marry off the minor daughter, minor girl, then what? It's only Kedusha Dirabanan. Because Kedusha Dirabanan, how does the girl, while she's a minor, dissolve the marriage? Meon, simple refusal. So, Ketzer Amru Mema Enes Ein Lamazonos. What's the case where we say that a Mema Enes doesn't have Mazonos? It can't be in a case where she's living with her husband, right? Because if she's living with her husband, then her husband is chayim Oh, rather, it must be what case? It must be what case? Where her husband went overseas, right? So Reuven is married to Rachel. In this case, Rachel is a kitana. Reuven went overseas. Love Sava Akhla. She borrowed money to sustain herself. 
Amda umiana. Then what happens? She decided to do mion. So we'll say that's the case. That's the case where we say that a mima enes doesn't have mizonos. So taima demiana. Now the reason she doesn't have mizonos is because she did mion. Ha lo miana. But if she didn't do mion, ya Allah. We would give her mizonos. So we'll say, what do you see from here? What do you see from here? That if her husband is overseas and Rachel the katana comes to base and it says I have no mizonos, what would base them do? They would intervene, sell off property, and give her mizonos. This contradiction will supports Rav. Again, Shmuel said, yes, I'll agree with you that in this case, they'll sell off property to Mizonos. Why? Because we don't have the same concerns in this case. What should we be concerned about? If we have to be concerned about give, that the husband maybe gave her a bag of money before he left, that concern doesn't apply here. Why not? Why not? A man's not giving a bag of money to a kitana. And ultimately, again, the imu shumayasi adel, kitana lo safka. And it was about her, that maybe he said to her, keep your earnings. In general, uh, kitana doesn't make enough money to support herself. So the Shmuel will say, even I will agree in this case, that halacha when she comes to Beisdin, Beisdin could sell off his property in order to support her. Tush Gimara says, okay, good. My hadi Allah. What's the conclusion? Right, so we'll say, so we, we are left with a fundamental machlokis, Rav and Shmuel, Ruben is married to Rachel, right, Ruben goes overseas, Ruben goes overseas, Rachel comes to Beis and claiming, I have no mazonos. So what do we do in such a situation? Rav says, sell off property. Shmuel says, don't sell off property. Why doesn't Shmuel, why does Shmuel say, don't sell off property? We have to be concerned, maybe he left her a bag of money, maybe he told her to keep her earnings. However, however, everyone seems to agree that in a case where what? Reuven went overseas, and then what? We hear that Reuven died. In that case, everyone agrees that what? That Allah is the basement will sell off property for Mizono. So bottom line, what's the, so we'll say, so in a case where we didn't hear that the husband died, what is the Allah, who does the Allah follow? Rav or Shmuel, so here we go. So, so the Gemara says, My Rabbi Allah, one time an episode, right? Something happened. This kind of case came up in front of Rebbe in Beis Sharim. By the way, remember we just had this on Yom Tiv? Rebbe was buried in Beis Sharim. Rebbe lived and died in Beis Sharim. Remember again, I, but Rebbe, we find Rebbe in Sipori. When did Rebbe go to Sipori? When did he go to Sipori? When he was sick. Why did he go to Sipori when he was sick? Ma'ali Avir, the air is good. The air is good in Sipori. So, so, so listen to this. So one time, this, a case like this happened, came before Rebbe in Beis Sharim. Upasik la mizonos. Case like this. Her husband went overseas. Husband went overseas, and we paskin, Rabbi paskin, that Allah Chalamai said the basin could go and give him mizonos. If near Rabbi Shabbat Sipori, but the same case became a far Rabbi Shmuel and Sipori for the pasuk mizonos, and he did not allow basin did not did not sell off property, sell off property from mizonos. So we'll say it sounds like that that ultimately Rabbi's passing like Rav. And Rabbi Shmuel is passing like Shmuel. So type Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan wondered about this. Why didn't Rabbi Shmuel give her mizonos? Even if you look at our Mishnah, our Mishnah only recorded in Machlokis regarding whether or not she has to take a Shvua before getting mizonos. According to our Mishnah, everyone seems to agree that what? That in fact we do give her mizonos. I'm really Rav Shman Bar Abba. Oh, that was talking about a case of we'll say where what? Our mission was talking about a case where what? But we heard that he died. That's where everyone agrees. If we heard that he died, that we're going to give her mizonos. The only machlokas is, does she require a shavua or not? Amr 
Pasirosu ba kuli hai. Have you answered up everything with this? Ki asa rabbin amra maise ba lifnei rabbi bevei sharem. Velo pasak la mezonos. An episode like this came up for Rabbi and Beisharim, and he did not, he did not award her mezonos. Lifnei Rabbi Shmuel b'tzipori. Upasak la mezonos. Rabbi Shmuel paskin. She would get mezonos in a case like this where husband was overseas. Am Rabbi Yochanan. Why did Rabbi not award her mezonos? Once people say, we're just going through the same thing. Right? Even our Mishnah. Our Mishnah only had a machlokis, but whether or not she has to take a shvua before collecting mezonos. But everyone seems to agree that halacha lamaisa, she gets the mezonos. Our mother, Rav Shmambar Ava, it was a case where we heard ultimately again that the husband died. That's why in that case, even Shmuel agrees that we award her Mizonos. So I'll say, how do we paskin? like Rav, and in a case where a woman shows up in Beisdin, and she says, Rachel shows up in Beisdin, she says, my husband Ruben went overseas. And I have no mezonos. What's talacha? What's talacha? Ultimately, again, we award her mezonos. So I'll say, before we finish off, I know I have a Yitzhar to finish to the Mishnah, but I first just want to give you this halacha So I'll say, here it is. Rambam, Hilchos Ishos, Parakid Beis, Halacha Tezayin. Misha halach Medina Acheres. Uba Ishtolit Boa Mezonos. Ruben's married to Rachel. Ruben goes overseas. Ruben goes overseas. Rachel comes to the base and she has, she says, I have no mazonos. What's the halacha? Well, we'll say, watch this. Here we go. The Gemara says, first three months after from the time that Ruben left, we're not selling off any property. Why not? We make the assumption that a person doesn't leave his house empty. Right? So we assume that for the first three months, she's going to have what she needs in the house. However, mikan ve'elech poskin la mezonos. After three months, ultimately again we award her mezonos. Doesn't mean we award her mezonos. It means if there's property, Bezdin sells it off. Bezdin sells it off. And I will say we don't get into any calculations with her eye. What about if, what if Rachel works? So she has earnings. Bezdin doesn't get involved in that. We could settle that up if there's when the husband comes back. We could sell that up afterwards. But I will say salach la We paskin like Rav. Qualification. So, so again, so I'll say, even if we don't hear that he died, right? We hear that he's alive and well, right? Lamaisa, if she comes to Basin saying, I have no Mazonos, Basin, not for the first three months, first, we assume she has what she needs in the home, but after three months, Basin will award her Mazonos and even begin to go out and sell off property. The Ramam then also brings down, even if she sold off property herself, Halak Lamaisa, that works. Good. So we'll say, that's why I pass Halak Lamaisa like Rav. So we'll say, once we're getting into this, we're just going to belt out some halacha lamais over here. So we'll say, first halacha falls Rav. Number two, halacha falls Rav Hunam name of Rav, who says that what a woman can say to her husband, which means a woman could say, I'm keeping my earnings. Let's say Rachel has a good job. She earns a lot of money. She doesn't want to give over her earnings to her husband so she could forego the right of Mizonos and keep her earnings. And lastly, I will say, 
And the Allah Chavaz Razvili Kunya Bosei, clay kunya is an interesting case. Clay kunya is an earthenware utensil that is covered by metal. So the Bosei, there's an interesting shayla in Mesechah Savol Zara when it comes to a clay kunya. How do we look at such a utensil? Do we look at it as a metallic utensil or as an earthenware utensil? The Bosei, who cares? It's a big difference. Why? Tumor Bosei and even bleos, absorptions. Remember, metallic utensils absorb but can be purged. Earthenware utensils absorb, but cannot be purged. Salah so what do you do with the kunya? So the Amr of Zavid, high mani de kunya. These earthenware vessels coated with metal, chiyuri v'ochmi, if it's the white metal or black metal, sharu. Ultimately, they're permitted. I will say, permitted means that Allah Chalamaisa, we assume it's only the metallic part that absorbs, but the absorptions do not seep into the earthenware utensil. Yaroki, however, the greenish hue metal, asiri because we assume that those are more porous and therefore allow for the earthenware utensil, the earthenware part, to absorb as well. And we'll say, furthermore, furthermore, even with the white and black, the only time we assume that the earthenware part of the utensil doesn't absorb, but only the metallic part does, that's only if there aren't cracks. But ultimately, again, if there are cracks, then even the earthenware utensil, the earthenware utensil is assumed to go ahead and absorb as well. He'll say a very, a, a, a really incredible idea. He'll say, I'll just point out, just point out something interesting. You know, man is often compared to a klicharas, often compared to an earthenware utensil. And the truth is, for a variety of reasons, on a most basic level, right? May offer atabel, offer tashuv, right? Earthenware comes from the earth. So, so do we come from the earth, we go back to the earth. Very apropos for parashas, voracious. They will say, also, earthenware is very easily breakable. So to man, unfortunately, he can break himself very easily. Other piece about why we're compared to earthenware is that earthenware absorbs, and often you can't get out once it absorbs. You know, say, sometimes in life, we do things, we make decisions, and the things we do often can't be undone. It's an incredibly important idea. But you see something interesting, which is when earthenware is covered with metal, when earthenware is covered with metal, so ultimately it affords the earthenware a certain level of protection. It affords the earthenware a certain level of shmira. Right? So the absorptions don't get in. So what's the metal? What's the metal? The metal is Torah. The metal is tefillah. The metal is ruchmias. You see, if you take your kli, and you surround it with a protective barrier. You, you, right, you put a mechitza around it, you protect it with your own avoda, then the absorptions still come in, but they don't go into the earthenware, they go into the metal. And if they go into the metal, they're there, but they can be extracted, they can be undone. How important it is in life to make the protective mechitzas, to make the protective metal around our cleave. So that way, when we make bad decisions, which inevitably we will, and we have bad absorptions, which inevitably we will, we're not down and out. It's not stuck in there forever. It comes in, but again, if there's a proper mechitza, a proper protective barrier of ruchnius, the same way it came in, it could also be extracted as well. Don't say, shkoyach, shkoyach. Good way, to, good way to end the week. All right, Hebron Zoom. Everyone have a great day. Jerry, Dr. Lossman, Hebron from Eretz Yisrael. Have a great day.